live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. I think it's uh, been pretty obvious the mutual decision on both sides is, is to move on. You know, I'm I'm thankful for my four years in Cleveland. There's a lot of ups and downs and a ton of learning experiences that, you know, I'll forever keep with me. Teammates and friends and, and relationships that I'll have for a lifetime. Baker Mayfield back in town for his uh, football camp yesterday. Did Bronx participate in the Baker Mayfield football camp? He was not there yesterday. I haven't heard uh... – had a few friends go last time, but I haven't talked to those parents, so I'm not sure who was there uh, that he may have Interesting. Known. Yeah. Interesting. So he'll go to Norman North camps, but he won't go to uh, former Sooner camps? Is that the uh, thing? No, no. He's been to Baker's the camp before, but he just wasn't mm-hmm. able to go this okay. year. So right. He's a very busy kid. This kid's going to be... Uh, what was he doing yesterday? Um, well, he's sick right now, so he couldn't... He, sick? He's sick, so... He uh he's not feeling well, but he's got he's got so much coming up here. He had to pick and choose this year, and kind of uh choose between some things. So he's got What's two, wrong with him? He's got two different church camps coming up. He just hasn't felt well. You don't have the vid, does he? No. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I'm glad to see that he's going to a church camp. Two of them. He's got back to back. He'll be gone for like. I don't know, two and a half weeks, something like that. One's out of state. So, yeah, there was choices made this summer between some things. A lot of times it works like that. A lot of times a kid will go off to church camp, find God, and bring it back, and and, and then help mom and dad, too. So I hope that happens in your family. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um... So we were talking about uh, Kate Horton at the end of last hour. Thanks to John for uh, calling in. John is uh, another of the uh, volleyball dads that I got to know this year, uh, Teach, who played some uh, minor league ball in the Padres organization. It's where your Rangers, I think, ended up trading him to the Padres. So interesting to hear that perspective. The numbers are going to be a little different for Cade if he decides to come out, that signing bonus is going to have a couple more zeros on it than John's did. <laughs> Just a couple, yes. <laughs> Maybe three. <laughs> but um, but uh, interesting to hear that perspective anyway. I, by the way, go ahead. I was going to say, it is interesting. Like Even a kid that's choosing between a 1000 bucks signing bonus, even if it's like uh, $5,000, and a guy that's considering – you know, maybe three to five million, depending on what he can get out of an organization. Like, 
the dream is still there. Like, this is what I wanted my whole life. Like, it's a thousand bucks, and I could go back to school and pitch again and, you know, probably get a degree, whatever the, uh, you know, situation may be for each individual. But it's that allure of the dream of of getting there, you know? And uh, even a thousand dollar decision is like, uh, you know, takes so much of a process. Well, John is very old, so three thousand dollars for him back in <laughs> probably been the sixties when he came out. Right, right. That's a lot of money, you know, back in the sixties. So, no, I'm kidding, John. Uh, let me ask you this: the fact that they had such a great run and went to the College World Series and everything does that make it more likely that some guys would come back or less likely? Like, do you say, "God, that was great. I want to do it again," or do you say, "You know what? I got to Omaha." I've experienced the high of college baseball. The more re- I'm more ready to move on now. Not just Cade. You know, there's going to be several guys that have this decision to make. Some will be high. Some will be a 10th round guy. You know, I think of a guy like a Brett Squires. I don't know when he's going to be drafted, but it'll be not in the first round. But those are they more likely or less likely because of this great run they went on? I think you dream about getting there. And if you can experience to the point that you play every game you could have played outside of one, I think you sit back eventually and say, what an incredible experience. I lived that dream. I got to Omaha. I played in the championship series. But now it's time that, you know, this is what I want to do with my life, and it's time to dedicate myself to that. You know, I mean, I I think you know as a player – Sure, several of you could come back, but there's no guarantees in in baseball and how hard it is to get to Omaha and how hard is it to even advance and and move on to that championship series that you could have two or three guys back, and that's you're not guaranteed that you're even getting back there. It's so difficult to do. I think you you just sit back eventually and say— Way less likely. Right. I think you sit back and say, I did it. I got there. Unfortunately, I came up two wins short, but— Boy, what a, what an experience. Boy, I sure hope Kate's not listening to you and John this morning. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if if Mama Horton or Daddy Horton are listening want to chime in, they can call in too. I'm sure they're involved with this yeah. process, so It is I I, th- I don't know if I said it on this show or another. It is fascinating how the dynamics change over the course of a month from you know, you and I having the conversation, like in a month, TJ, having the conversation of how many more wins do they need to get in? <laughs> we had that conversation for two, three weeks running. In Lubbock, so, yeah. it, going into the final week, weekend of the year, we were having that conversation. Are they in or do they need one more? If they could get one in Lubbock, would that be enough? You know, we, that was a discussion. What do they have to do to get in? To one month later, man, I can't believe they blew the national championship series. What do they have to do to get back there? Who needs to come back? What are the keys? Yeah. Yeah. And along the way, it's like, uh, you know, now that they're in, I mean, could they get to a super? Could they? I mean, it's going to – Florida's going to be tough. They've been hot. Could they get – and then they – is it possible they could get to Omaha? You know? And then, yeah. And then now we're – 
what they should have done to win the national championship. Not It went from can they get in to gnashing of teeth over not winning the national championship in one month's time. Unbelievable run. But I, I don't know why this triggered my brain, but something about um, talking about those guys made me think transfer portal, I guess. But I was looking yesterday. I called this up here. So I've been so in baseball. I've, I've not really been paying attention to what's going on in college basketball too closely. Mm-hmm. I knew a few of these, but I didn't know all of these. Are you aware of all the guys in the Big 12 that have transferred to other Big 12 schools this year in basketball? I don't guess so. I don't guess I've paid attention to that either. Like, I didn't know there were guys jumping in conference places. Yeah, I didn't. So Kev, Kevin McCuller, who was at Texas Tech last year, is now at Kansas. I had no idea. Oh, I didn't know that, no. I had no idea. You know, Davion Henry now is at Texas Tech. Not Davion Henry. Davion uh, Harmon. Davion, uh, Harmon, yeah. Who's Davion Henry? I don't That's know. That's not a person, is it? <laughs> Davion Harmon. It's Kevin's cousin. He didn't come directly. He went to Oregon between OU and now. He's at Texas Tech now. Um, I did know this. Tyrese Hunter, who was the tre- tremendous freshman at Iowa State last year, he's at Texas was a really good get for them. Jalen Bridges was at West Virginia last year, kind of a lanky three-point shooter, put the ball on the floor a little bit. He went to Baylor. Uh, Rondell Walker from Oklahoma State went to TCU. Trey Mitchell, who was at Texas, is now at West Virginia. All these guys went from in-conference transfers Jalen Tyson was at Texas. Now he's at Texas Tech. Huh. I mean, it's one thing to transfer portal, but this is like seven, eight, nine guys that went from one Big Twelve school to another. And it shows it shows though the strength of the Big Twelve that these this is where I'm going to transfer. I want to transfer. And I'm going to stay within conference. But there's so many good programs. There's that many options for guys to choose from within their own conference. Yeah, that's a good point. They're not looking to get out to go to no. A they're bigger... going to they're going to Baylor's. They're going to Texas Techs. They're going to teams that have had you know huge success over the last several years. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. I I was unaware Kevin Kevin McCuller ended up at Kansas. Probably everybody in the world knew that except for you and me. But like I said, I've been so in baseball, I haven't paid attention, and so that got me in a Google search of all the transfers and yeah. Pretty crazy. And there's a ton still out there, by the way, of guys looking for places. Um, what's the what's the big guy's name at uh, Baylor? Uh, not big guy, but the, the guy that would take crazy shots for Baylor. Um, Kevin, uh, Kevin loved him. Um, Matt Meyer. Oh, Matt Meyer. The guy that, the guy, the guy, is it Matt Meyer? Matthew Meyer. Yeah. The guy that uh, elbowed the, knee, the, the flying. Uh, oh, the flying knee. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, he didn't go to another Big Twelve school, but he transferred away from Baylor. I'm trying to remember. Uh, let me call it where he go. Oh, he's at Illinois. He transferred to Illinois. Baylor lost a couple of guys from last year. So anyway, a lot of movement, obviously, in the transfer portal, and um, it'll be inter- interesting to see how everything settles. 
next year in that regard. You know what I haven't got your opinion on is the draft. What did you think about the Thunder taking Chet Holmgren? I uh, didn't like it. It was the one guy I didn't want. There's just something about him I don't like. Um, what is it? Is it his skinniness? Skinniness, probably. Like, um, he's a very dopey, nerdy guy to me. And so, like, everything that they put out with him in his suit and, like, the the artwork that they put out, they were trying to, like, um, cool him up, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Vancaro um, was who I wanted. And obviously, that wasn't on the table after the Magic did what they did. So, I don't know. I just... Maybe he's a game changer. Maybe he continues to develop. I just... I guess when I look at him, I see Sean Bradley. Right. As far as the weight and how his body is structured and everything. And so, I just don't know if he can put on enough weight to still be skilled enough to be effective. And at the weight he's at, I just think he's going to get beat up in this league. He's definitely going to have to put on He's going to have to put on weight, and my question is, does he continue to – does that take away from his skill set, I guess, and what makes him unusual? So I was very big anti-Chet Holmgren until about three days before the draft. Right. And then I started seeing all this analysis and watching more videos and everything. I was like, you know what? I would rather have one of the other two guys, but I warmed up on him a little bit. I was still rooting for him on draft night when Jabari Smith fell to take him. But I definitely went from please don't draft Chet Holmgren to intrigued. That's where I am now. I'm intrigued. I agree with everything you said. He's definitely going to have to put on weight or he's going to get the snot beat out of him in the league. But we said the exact same thing about Kevin Durant. So... Does he, does he be, does he, is he unable to do it and he is a Sean Bradley or maybe even a, like Kristaps Porzingis was a really nice player in the league. I don't know if he was ever an all-star, but maybe he was. He was, I, I was, believe, at one point okay. before the injuries, yeah. He's a good player. I don't know if he's a number two overall draft pick player, but he was a good player. Maybe, does he end up being that? Or could he be, you know, a perennial all-star game changer in the NBA. I'll tell you the one thing that really uh, got my attention was the video of him against Steph Curry in that camp. I had no idea he had that kind of ball handling skills. And for his size, when I saw that, I was like, okay, all right, this is interesting. So I am definitely not all in on Chet Holmgren, but I've moved from please don't draft him to this could work out. This this could be, this could be a, a guy who has a skill set that nobody else in the league has. When you take into account his height, and and see that's I think that's my problem with him is uh, the mm, this could be nice, but for me though, when I think of lottery, and there have been busts, trust me, in the top three. But when I think of top three picks, like you don't miss, like you better know. And I know there have been busts. Um, we, Greg Oden in your OTD yesterday did not work out the way that Portland wanted Greg Oden to work out. So I know there's busts in the top three picks. For me, it's just like... You can't afford it. You can't afford to miss yeah. on a top three pick. And No, that's, he's got to And, he's and everybody that describes Chet is like, mm, this could be nice. Well, it could, but it may be a train wreck. And I don't... 
That's not how you, you should go feel about the trains a top three. again. Why are you so fascinated with trains? <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think that a top three pick, I want to be so confident, regardless of who right. you pick in the top three, that you're going to have a perennial Well, you know, maybe all-star. Sam Presti is that kind of uh, Maybe he is. You and I aren't. We, we aren't, right. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel about getting double Jalen Williams's? That's pretty good, huh? It's very confusing. Yeah. I got two Jalen Williams. Now I got to buy two jerseys with two numbers. Uh, all right, break time. I have a uh, – whether it's uh, this next segment or the next one, at some point this hour, TJ, I need you to help me make a life decision. Wow. That's a lot of mm-hmm. pressure. I've got an important life decision to make in the next couple of days, and I would like your guidance on it, or or the listeners at least, if you're unable to help me. It is uh, seven nineteen on a Wednesday. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Looking to sell your home, Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They also bring you the $899 listing fee. Try right, $899. They'll list your home. Do the same uh, job any other realtor out there in the market will do. They'll just save you thousands of dollars putting that money in your pocket. Call Terry, 405-361-3380, or visit them online, saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. I had to step away for the past couple of days to process and decompress after Omaha, so if this has already been identified, then I apologize for bringing it back up. Did we establish that the championship series performance was TJ's fault? Fact, he was off on a Disney cruise and the Sooners were cruising through the College World Series. He gets off the boat and the Sooners offense runs aground. Coincidence? I think not. It's TJ's fault. We did establish um, that. And uh, Skip Johnson had scathing things to say about TJ upon getting back home. So, yeah, it is pretty much... This is a false narrative. As TJ's fault. As there were games in the College World Series that I was not on a boat before the championship series. So, fake news. And if I'm that powerful, if me being on, this is the sacrifice I'm willing to make. If me being on a cruise ship means Oklahoma plays well, makes a long run in the College World Series, I am willing. To have the radio station send me on a three-week cruise every June. You don't want that. You don't want that. Three-week cruise every June. You know how terrible a three-week cruise would be? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I'll sacrifice for the program if that gets them to Omaha Mm -hmm. and the championship series. I'll stay longer. I'll stay till after the parade. Enough looking in the rear view. What's past is past. Let us not forget. That football season is straight ahead, and uh, TJ has said... I'm going to tell you right now, Texas beats Alabama. Okay, let's not forget that. Hey. Arch Manning feeling a little bit better. He's not going to be there this year. I guess that he's not going to be there this year. The Quinn Ewers kid uh, is going to be there, I guess, this year. But um, Go ahead. What else you got for me? What elementary fact, uh, history fact, can TJ butcher and make me feel like a failure today? It's TJ's fault <laughs> from Coach T. It's TJ's fault. Wow, he's coming after you <laughs> on the, missing the uh, Look, Coach. Declaration of Independence yesterday. 
Coach, the only thing that makes you feel like a failure is when you can't get on a carnival ride because it says you must be this tall to ride this ride. Okay? Come on, man. What? What did I say? Oh, about? no. <laughs> uh, this texter says if a, a fan draft were to take place, Mr. OU is a top five pick. Hmm. Hmm. Are we talking nationally or OU? I don't know what they mean by that. I don't know if they mean radio guy, just fan in general, national, first OU. Off, Mr. First off, Mr. OU, thank you for the text today. We appreciate it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, if it's an OU fan draft, he's top five. And maybe even nationally, he's a top five. I mean, can you – is there a fan across the country – that has found himself on television more than Mr. OU. Um, the I Ohio State no guy um, that has his face painted and has the shoulder pads and stuff, he's on there quite a bit. Um, beyond that, Matthew McConaughey. He's in Matthew McConaughey territory. I think he's I think he's ahead of McConaughey. <laughs> McConaughey comes to like two games a year. Mr. OU's at everything. He's at everything, yeah. Uh, McConaughey's not at other sports for the most part. Maybe a basketball game here or there. Yeah, he may be. I mean. Number one ranked fan in the country, Mr. OU. Yeah. There you go. I like it. Uh, I see Chet Holmgren as Kevin Durant. Body type when he came out of college, similar game and skill set as well. I think he'll add about 20 pounds next year and be fine. I like that idea. If he turns into Kevin Durant, uh, that was a good draft pick. Uh, in the last, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously. And that's what I'm talking about with a surefire top three pick. You, you hit well, on a Hall of Famer you, with Kevin Durant. Yeah, that's right. You got Davion Henry from Xavier Henry, who played at PC and KU. Honest mistake. I'm going to forgive it, is what this texter says. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, the last one here says the only comparable one that he can think of is the guy that's always wearing the Marlins stuff. Oh, uh, the Marlins man. Yeah, Marlins man. He, he's, he's a baseball-only guy, though, right? No, no, yeah. no. He came to the OU basketball game last year. Why did I take his picture at the OU basketball game last year? Uh, I, he was in the Lloyd Noble Center. Remember, I took my uh, picture with him in the LNC last year. Anyway. I don't remember that, I guess. But, yeah, I'll believe you. Well, I'm not a liar. <laughs> I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying I don't remember that. Calling me a liar? Uh, did you see that former Cincinnati Red, former Oklahoma uh, recruit, Commit, signee maybe. Archie Bradley hurt himself yeah, in that, that brawl, brawl the other night. Mm -hmm, yeah, well, uh, elbow, I guess. Uh, broke his elbow or something trying to get into the That was a big-time brawl, by the way. That was a big-time brawl. Yeah, For baseball brawls, that was a good brawl. <laughs> it was brawl, a pretty good man. one, yeah. It was like it was a, a hockey couple fight. of Cincinnati Reds that started that, too. It was uh, Jesse Winker and the former closer for us that weren't getting along. So uh, He broke a bone in his right elbow while climbing over the dugout rail. That's unfortunate. To get involved That's in that uh, brawl. Baseball players, come on now. Uh, yeah, you know, they, you jump over the rail there, you know. You just kind of pop over the rail. Apparently something went That's one of those injuries, like, uh, like when I uh, like pull a muscle in my back, putting on my seatbelt, and I'm like, oh, how did I just do that? You know, he hopped over that uh, railing and said, I do this a thousand times a week. How did I just break my elbow? 
He's out a couple of months, at least. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Don't Bradley fight, kids, and don't fight. You see what happens? You don't even have to be involved, and you get hurt. Bradley slipped and fail, fell off the railing when the brouhaha broke out in the second inning. Uh, oh, boy. Well, we wish I, we wish the best out there to uh, Archie Bradley. But, uh, yeah, baseball players have the – you know, that's another thing that went well for OU this year. They really avoided the injury bug. I mean – until yeah, the college the hand, world series yeah. mm-hmm. midweek remember like, like everybody on the team got hurt in a one week span in the middle of the year uh sliding into bases uh-huh. everybody kept getting Kendall hurt Pettis, all those guys yeah yeah Kendall Pettis, jimmy got dinged up peyton got dinged up uh uh squires got hurt it was like four or five guys that got hurt right at the exact same time and then they all got healthy again. And then nobody got hurt the rest of the way. Pitchers, well, you know what? Uh, Griffin Miller had uh, season-ending surgery. That's it. Boy, I forgot about him. He was a special talent early in the year, too. Um, but, but still, it goes back part, to our discussion. Very, Extremely very lucky to stay that healthy to make those type of runs, too. Yeah, yeah so. you're right. Okay, I need you to help me make a major life decision when we come back. I'm, I'm hoping you can help me add some expertise. If not, I assume some callers out there could uh, will have some expertise on this subject. We'll take a break. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Hey, listen up. Uh, this show every day brought to you by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Guys, um, you got to look into the CF Motos. TJ, have you looked into the CF Motos? This is right up your alley. These things are awesome. Like four-wheelers on steroids, man. CF Moto, you've got the power to conquer more. And they got them at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Conquer more, conquer all. All of these, yeah, all of these you experience, TJ, in your uh, lake lake lifestyle. Rocky creek beds, colossal mud pits, wooded mountainsides. High-performance CF motos rip through the toughest terrain with ease. Outfitted with custom-designed, liquid-cooled, four-stroke engines. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds awesome, doesn't it? And an unmatched assortment of standard features. Our ATVs and side-by-sides do more than just crush trailheads. Whether you're looking for the ultimate adrenaline rush or a heavy-duty utility machine, you can take on anything with CF Moto. You can get them at Extreme Outdoor Equipment, TJ. You need to trade in that little putt-putt golf cart you've got for one of these CF Motos out there at the lake. Well, okay? I'm shopping for a new golf cart, but I, that would be a little bit too big for what I need, but they're awesome. Mm-mm. Nope. Wrong. <laughs> it's exactly what you need. And you can get it at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Two locations, one in Newcastle and one in Goldsby. By the way, love the guys at Landers, TJ. Have I mentioned that lately? Big fan of the guys over at Landers, and, uh, Mike and Sean and Hank and Gary. Good people over there at Landers. Okay, I need some help with a, a life decision here. I don't know if you can help me with this or not, but I'm a little ba- embarrassed to admit, but my, uh, uh, well, I'm not embarrassed to admit this, but my grill broke. 
Okay. Um, beyond repair or beyond, you know, smart financial repair. Anyway, it's going to cost me as much to fix it as to buy a new one. So, um, I'm in. I I have uh, gotten rid of my grill. It, it it had a good run. Several years had a good grill. Good run. I'm in the market for a new grill. I've been for like a month now, but I haven't. You know, it's been. I've been on the road, so I have. I, we've been grillless. Since you came out, remember when you came out for the graduation party? No grill. I don't know if you took it in at the time. No grill. I didn't realize so that at that's, the time. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm in the market for grill. Got a 4th of July shindig coming up this weekend, which is another question. I don't know exactly when to celebrate the 4th of July this weekend. But anyway, so I'm in the market for a new grill. And I'm considering, I'm intrigued by the flat top. Mm-hmm. But I haven't pulled the trigger on it because I'm nervous about it. I've never had a flat top. I've always had a grill. So I need – have you ever had a flat top? I need an opinion on Should I go flat top or grill? I've got a flat top at the lake house. Okay. It started, go ahead. It started out at home. I found it was more practical. You have a grill at home? I don't. I'm in the process, like you are, of purchasing a grill now for the house because our grill went out at the lake, and I said – the flat top to me wasn't practical for what I needed at the house, if that makes sense. No. One, one reason is you'll be in a better position because your back porch is covered. I don't have a covered back porch, so the flat top not having a hard cover on it, I was constantly having to season it and do different things to it to keep the rust off and at the lake house, I have it covered. So it just was more practical out there. Since I've been using it at the lake house, I've loved it. I've done all kinds oh, of really? things with it. I've gotten to, to, to learn it better, and I've done ty- hibachi-type stuff with steak and shrimp and mm. the onions and vegetables and all that. And I've done uh, you know, the individual Philly cheesesteak sandwiches, burgers. I've done all kinds of things on it now that I'm comfortable with it. But at home, what about I felt, the old normal? Like I, I really intrigued for everything you just said. Like I can make eggs and bacon on it. I can do hibachi. Type. What right. about just the normal like uh, burgers and chicken and steaks and things? So like I haven't that. done like a full chicken breast on it yet. I, all my chicken has always been like cut up like in the hibachi style that I was talking about. So I pre-cut up the chicken and steak and have the shrimp and all that, and that mm-hmm, cooks mm-hmm. great. That does well. Did yours have a lid on it? Um, no, that's that was the problem at home. I needed a lid on it, but they do sell One them I'm with the lid. One I'm looking at has a lid on it. Then, yeah. then I would suggest it's different. Like you, it takes a lot of work. You've got to season it with oils. You've got to clean it in a certain way after every use. You've got to you've got to maintain the grill top. It's not just cook, close the grill, turn it off, and then next time you heat it up and you can. You know, use your little uh, scrub brush and mm-hmm. clean your grill. Right, right, right. There's it, a maintenance it, uh, issue. There is a more maintenance, maintenance and a lot of work that goes into having one of those flat top grills. I'll say but that. But have you done that? Have you done all the work in the maintenance? Yes, yes. And okay. once you get it to a certain point, what it's not What goes into that? that? So after I make dinner, what do you got to do to it then? So, like, to prepare it before you ever use it, like, you have to put, you got to heat it up, then you've got to put oil on it, you got to spread the oil around, and you got to season the grill is what it's called. And I had to watch mm-hmm. some videos, and I had to do some things. So then after each use, 
same thing. You should probably put some oil on it, let it burn off, clean it, clean it with water. And uh, there's these uh, you can use you can use rags and stuff like that, and just be careful with it. But they also come with these uh, griddle stone cleaners that you can use, and it, yep. it's a process. I'm not gonna lie, it's a process. And if you don't, then it rusts out and then you have to redo it all and get that rust off before you use it again. And th- that can take, like, a couple of hours, a few hours if it gets rusted over. Right. Or right. you can just cook with the rust on it, I guess. So I've seen are people you do recommending that. it or not recommending it? I'm recommending it. But if it's for home use, I almost feel as that you have to have both. The The griddle for me is like... I'm not special, I know that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm not made of money. I don't like guess you are, man. I guess I'm saying Listen, no. I don't either. Like this guy has a flat top and a regular. I don't grill. have a regular oh, grill right now at all at either place. That's what I'm saying. I had to make the choice and say it was more practical for out at the lake. I can do more breakfast stuff. I can do different things that I wouldn't do at the house with it. So for the house, I'm getting just a straight grill because I mm. found it to be more practical, easier. Uh, fit more for what I needed at the house with chicken and steaks and the things you're talking about. Right, 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 right. But if you're wanting all the Boy, other I'm, stuff... I'm very confused by this evaluation. That's what I'm saying. I really, my like, brain and I really like you the grill. You started by telling me how much you loved it, and now you're telling me how much work it is, and, and you would go in different directions. So, I don't know. Like everybody's saying, Blackstone for the win. That's the upper echelon of the griddles. I, that's not what I have. But if you're looking at a Blackstone, brand? Blackstone's the brand. They're the brand uh-huh. when it comes to these. And they do make one with the lid, but it's going to run you, I don't know, four or $500. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I, I know that was confusing. But, yeah. like, certain stuff's great on it. Like I said, the hibachi-style stuff, fajitas. I've done burgers, and they did great on it. Um, I've done some breakfast items on it. They do great. The bacon and the So you make the, the burgers. Let me, let me pause you for a second. You make the burgers. Yeah. Normally, the juices would drip through the grill. Yeah. Now, they're just kinda, it's kind of uh, part of the, part of the uh, um, allure of these is that you, you cook it in its own juices there. And it's supposed to add to the flavor and everything, but then you got a bunch of juices on your uh, on your flat top there. So what do you do yes. with that? I, it looks like you scrape it. You into scrape this it into hole that little hole. Cook. Yeah, you scrape it into the hole once you clean it, and use that little tool to scrape the grill and yep. get yep. all that gunk off and everything. Let's see what. But says. I got to do more than that. I got to do more than scrape everything into the hole when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, this one says. Um, and I don't know if this is true because I haven't done it enough, but it says, Toby, get By the, the griddle. By the way, welcome to the ref, the home of Sooner That's fans. Right. This is sports radio. Toby, get the griddle. If you table. cook bacon enough, your griddle stays seasoned, no concerns of rusting. So maybe the, the grease and the oil from the bacon just naturally seasons right. the, the griddle. All right. Yeah. So there's some others I can uh, read on the other side Yeah, of the I would break love to and, know the opinions out there yeah. uh, uh, of the listening audience. This might so even I, be I probably just confused you. What I'm saying is I love you mine. You confused me. I love mine, but I didn't love it at home. But I love it at the lake. Well, you know my setup. Your setup's better than what I have at it's my house. It's kind of half and half. Yeah. Half home, half lake. Yes. So... I don't know. I I feel like I've I have not received an endorsement either way from you yet. If you're looking for nights where you're just running out and cooking something quickly and wanting it to be done, then grills the way to go. If you're looking and have the time to 
really be manly and process it and, and season your griddle and all that, then I would suggest going that direction. It takes more time is what I'm saying. It's a commitment to have a griddle. Right. I need some other professional opinions out there. 405-651-3439. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show. You have chosen wisely. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. It's the ref statewide. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the eight ninety nine listing fee. SaxonRealtyGroup.com or give Terry or Jackie a call. 405-361-3380. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, just get a Blackstone, Braxton from Edmond. He's recommending the Black, Black, uh, Blackstone too. Okay. Can't smoke a that's brisket. A bra- that's a brand of flat tops. Yes. Yeah, okay. Can't smoke a brisket or ribs on a flat top is what this one's saying. That's true, but I've never done that in my life anyway. Yes, yeah, so. I never have either. I, I feel like I would like want a green egg or something for that, right? Uh, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, we had this sent in on our uh, Facebook account at the ref, and also here at the text line says, had had my hasty bake now for 26 years. Someone else was suggesting the hasty bake, which looks like it's a charcoal grill, I think. Hmm. Uh, right. Blackstone for the win. Chicken breasts and burgers cook great, nice, and juicy. Okay. Uh, Toby, check out the Gorilla Primate. Best of both worlds. Writing it down. Gorilla Primate. Mm-hmm. Is that at the zoo? Uh, Might be. Might be. Right. Oh, this guy sent me a picture of his fajitas last night on the flat top. Those look delicious. Wow. I'm hungry for, for fajitas now. This one says go straight grill. Do not go flat okay. top. Uh, this was sent in by a couple of different people, and I've never... Smash burgers. Do you know what... Have you cooked smash burgers? Do you know what a smash burger is? I should probably know what this is. One person Isn't that says, a restaurant? Well, it is a restaurant. That's why I'm wondering. This one says smash burgers. Then the one after it says the smash burgers on a Blackstone are amazing and really easy. That's from Air Force Joe. Hmm. Okay. I've got to look up. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly that what this weekend. To, yeah. uh, YouTube Blackstone Betty. She has a variety of recipe ideas. That's from Big Earn. Okay. I have two Blackstones. I like the camp chef style better. Have one at the lake house and one at home. Listen to this guy. I wonder what makes the Blackstone better than all other flat It's basically the Yeti of... So like a Yeti, there's knockoff Yetis, you know. And they're they're Mm -hmm. just as good. They will hold ice. They'll do all the things you want. There's Yeti mugs and all that. And there's there's Yeti knockoff coffee mugs and stuff that keep your stuff hot. But Yeti's the brand. That's kind of Blackstone when it comes to the griddle. Blackstone's the brand. Yes. Uh, I could get another griddle. It's probably going to work fine for me. Yes. But Blackstone is the Coca-Cola of the industry. Mine came from a little club that we're both members of. That's where mine came work? from. Does, and, that's and probably where I would buy works, mine from. Works great. It, it, I don't know what brands they sell there. but Works great. And I can tell you this. I paid a lot more than they are right now. They're on clearance right now. Like a hundred and something really? bucks. Yeah. You get a little one or a big one? No, it's the big full size griddle. Yeah, a hundred. I can get it for a hundred bucks like, right now. Well, it's like a hundred and seventy nine, hundred eighty nine, something like that. So, 
Uh, it's marked down from shut, like two two hundred. Shut and up! No, it's marked down shut from like two hundred and something. It was it was last week anyway. I've been gone for a week. I haven't been to the club in the last week. It was on clearance. To, I might have to have you swing by the secret club and take a photo for me and let me know if it's done. <laughs> uh, when you're finished cooking, you have to scrape the gunk off and then wipe the extra grease into the griddle. Much easier cooking on the griddle than a grill. Got a blackstone last November. I've cooked on it over fifty times and only used my grill twice since then. I will say. The more you use the griddle grill, the more understanding you have of it and the easier it gets. I, I will agree with that guy. Like, I've learned stuff as I've gone. Call- so if I, uh, if I Twitter poll this, you've, you call it a griddle. I've heard flat top. I think they're the same thing, right? Yeah. I, I think- it, what's, the more, what's the more referred to term here? I, I think either way. I think it's equally like right. just whatever you prefer. So you could say flat top, top griddle or... Grill. I mean, that's probably how you so would need to I've put it. So I've received two text messages, uh, one from a uh, un- unnamed listener to the show that says the uh, flat top is too messy, and one from, uh, uh, I don't think Gary minds me saying his name, Gary Gage over at Landers. He says uh, he's got a black stone, and it's great. You can cook anything. So this seems to be a polarizing topic, DJ. As is anything you bring up. You are a mm-hmm. controversial guy. We've learned that. Hmm. <laughs> a lot of people have referred to me as the Howard Stern of Oklahoma. Do you think that's accurate? <laughs> Very accurate, yes. I was listening mm-hmm. to Howard yesterday, and I'm like, this is the same show I do in the mornings. Mm-hmm. I'm like the Robin <laughs> Quivers of Sports Talk Radio. I, well, I hear that all the time. I hear that <laughs> all the time. All right, so I, I feel like, Maybe slide edge flat top so far of the so far there's there's a few more here I think so I think the leading uh, flat top though I'm, I'm consuming all of the information I'm processing it we'll take a break back after this. <laughs> 